Send lawyers, guns and money Dad, get me out of this How? 93 WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show I'm Rob, Casey's here And look, we have got to get some things on the record About what happened on October the 10th, 2022 Because, well, yesterday The Republican candidate for Secretary of State told me I didn't see what I know I saw. And to join us, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, Jeff Moore. How are you? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Casey. Good to be with you. I'm doing well. A bit flabbergasted. It's been (laughs) quite a 24 hours. Yeah, and when you were coming in, I said, okay, we're going to talk about the the debate that happened that Diego said didn't happen. That'll be our lead story. And then he was like, nope, nope, nope. We're going to have something even bigger to talk about. We'll get to that in a second. But first... Can you clarify for the record that on the evening of October 10th, 2022, you were indeed at a debate moderated by Dr. Laura Wilson and uh, also your Democrat counterpart, Destiny Wells, was there? That is all correct. I can confirm that. In fact, you can go see it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. If you go to moreforindiana.com slash debate, there is a link there to the video. Um, The debate was hosted by WFYI and organized by the League of Women Voters, which is a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization. And this was live televised and live streamed uh, statewide and, of course, online, so anybody anywhere can see it. So this did, in fact, happen. And our Republican opponent, unfortunately, chose to refuse to appear and did not participate in that. And had he, he would have had the opportunity on stage to talk about why the federal government should not take over elections. Okay, so you're a candidate. Obviously, I'm sure you've done these interviews. You've been on Tony's show before. You've been on many, 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 many many shows. You kind of have an idea of what sort of questions you're going to get asked when you go into these interviews. And if you're Diego and you're going on Tony's show, you know he's probably going to ask you, why'd you skip the debate? It's almost like he had was just totally caught off guard that he got that question and just made something up is that am i wrong at thinking that's because there's a way that they they sat around as a campaign team and said let's tell people the debate didn't happen i can't speak to what they decided inside their campaign i know for a fact the debate happened i was there the democrat candidate was there the republican refused to appear when you what is what is the um I'm sure you've had a lot of people contact you about this, and I'm always curious how big of a deal is something. I feel like I have a pretty good gauge on whether something's a big deal or not, and I think this is a big deal because he's lying about something so blatantly obvious, and that really insults the voter. It's not a, it's not a we have a difference of opinion on this, and your opinion's bad and mine's good. It's you're lying. Have people been reaching out to you? What sort of response are you getting from this? It's been strange. There's a bit of disbelief that somebody could make such a claim. And this is why we need audits and receipts. We need to be transparent. And this is why the video of the debate is so important. And it's right there. It's online. It has been ever since the debate. Go see it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. You can Google it and find it through WFYI and through the League of Women Voters and, again, through my website because I make it easy. So go see for yourself. Don't take uh, somebody else's word for it. And this is a dangerous precedent to have somebody who is just so distanced from reality that we have a lie like this. Uh, Jeff Moore, I guess he's the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. 
Diego's lie, too, is insulting to everyone, not just the voters, but it's also insulting to the League of Women voters who went to a lot of effort to put the debate on. It's insulting to Dr. Laura Wilson. Like, you can't say, Laura Wilson's on this sh- on this station all the time. Nobody's going to say, well, she is just some far right, far uh, left-wing radical. It wasn't Mike Schmuel moderating the debate. It's insulting to, to her. It's insulting to you. It's insulting to Destiny. Look, I don't like a lot of Destiny's views, but she shows up everywhere, which is what a candidate should do. It's it's just totally self-absorbed and really demeaning to everybody who worked hard to give that opportunity at transparency. That's true. And as I've said before, the real winner of the debate is the voter, is our is the viewer, is our neighbor who gets to see in comparison shop all the candidates all at one point. And so by not participating, that's just like not having an ad online. And it's an insult to everyone else because you're just trying to hide. All right, I thought that was going to be the big story of the day involving Diego, and I thought, well, we'll do a segment on that, and Jeff will confirm he was at the debate, and that'll be interesting, and we'll talk about some other things. But then this morning, uh, apparently James Briggs from IndyStar had an expose come out in which he is alleging that Diego Morales in 2016 uh, had a, bought a home in Marion County that he took a homestead credit on, and then voted in 2018 while still having the homestead credit on that house in Marion County in Plainfield. And that is a huge deal. You are the candidate for Secretary of State who wants to oversee elections. I will give you the floor and tell us why it's a big deal to not vote where your homestead credit is. Right. So it turns out lying is going to be a theme of today. And (laughs) somebody who can lie about a debate that was live televised and everybody saw uh, might also lie about his voting record. And so by law, you can have a if you own a home, you can take a mortgage tax credit, a home. And I'm not this is not legal advice this is not financial financial advice. But this is common sense. sense, And you could see it for yourself. It's it's available information. Um, And so you can take a homestead credit for your permanent residence. And that's the important language there. It's your permanent home, your permanent residence. That's why it's called homestead. Homestead, right. It's where you it's where you live. The government in its infinite wisdom wants you wants to encourage home ownership. And so there is a tax incentive for having one permanent residence and that being in Indiana. And so many of us who own homes take advantage of this. I can tell you I have taken advantage of this since I bought my home in Carmel in October of 2013. And that's also where you vote. That's also it's the same address where I vote and those two things have matched up consistently. Oh, go ahead. So what what IndyStar is reporting uh, and it, we should note that uh, the author is an opinion columnist and not a reporter, but this is based on reporting of publicly available information. So any one of us can verif- independently verify it, as I will get a chance to do after uh, a little later today. But it also appears that Mr. Morales has voted at an address that was not his homestead credit address. And what you mean by that is when you live in, in this case, his home was in Marion County. By the way, Jeff Moore is our guest, uh, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. We're talking about the allegations in IndyStar today that Diego Morales may have illegally voted in 2018. Uh, What you're saying is when you vote, when you live somewhere, they tell you, here are your polling places you vote. Here are the offices you are eligible to vote for. Like, for example, I live in Brownsburg. Uh, I, I can vote on the Lincoln Township trustee, but I would not vote on a trustee, say, for someone in Washington Township, which is Avon. There's specific offices you're allowed to vote for based on where your primary residence is. That's exactly right. You can vote for Brownsburg schools, but you can't vote for Carmel schools. There's a reason why it's important to vote in your district where you live. 
So we get to the point where the guy took a homestead credit in Marion County. He's voting in Plainfield. Now, as Abdul reported earlier, he was running for Congress at the time. The house that he lived in as his homestead credit or listed as his homestead credit was not in his congressional district. The er the address he voted at in Plainfield was in his congressional district. People can connect whatever dots they want to connect to with that. But if indeed this allegation is true, then it's either or, right? You can't take a homestead credit as your primary residence and vote somewhere else. So it seems like, and somebody of the law can correct me on this, We've either got potentially a case of voter fraud here or potentially got a case of some sort of, I don't know if tax fraud is the right word, because these two things cannot be true at the same time, can they? I'm not a lawyer, but it sure seems that way on the surface. And these things are meant to be clear, to incentivize the right behaviors. And we're going to need some legal review um, for this. And we should expect to hear a a statement from Mr. Morales' campaign, or at least I would hope to hear that. Uh, and, and we should clarify that everybody's innocent until proven guilty. We're just looking at the evidence as presented and saying, how can these two things be true at the same time based on the rules and regulations that everybody else has to play by? Correct. And one other thing to note is that per our U.S. Constitution, you don't actually need to be a resident of your congressional district to run for that congressional no, district. No, absolutely. It doesn't look good, though. It does. Correct. It does not look good. Okay, so this is a big deal. A couple minutes here left with Jeff Moore, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, because he has made election integrity and cracking down on illegal voting a huge part of his campaign. So it's totally fair game to talk about this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially when my Republican opponent has made a campaign quoting uh, easy to vote, hard to cheat. And here it seems that we have um, an appearance of cheating, which he'll need to clarify. You are the luckiest libertarian in the entire world. You know that? How so? Well, look at who you're running against. I mean, I thought I didn't think a libertarian's going to get any luckier than running against Holcomb in 2020. And uh, here you are. It, this has been an interesting 24 hours. You, uh, what are you doing the final four or five days of the campaign? What's going on with you? Uh, we are getting out our more, we've, we're texting, we are being public and we are just finishing out the message. So we've been active in person across the state and yes, traveling across the state does not prohibit you from joining a debate. Uh, so that's a fact too. You one can do both. And, uh, we are responding to interests and just getting ready to be present uh, on election day, you know, outside polls and getting our message out. Jeff Moore, the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. If people want to learn more, learn more about you, how can they do that? There is a website, moreforindiana.com. That's M-A-U-R-E-R-F-O-R, indiana.com. And if you put a slash debate at the end of that, you too can watch the debate that did actually happen. 93 WIVC, it's Kendall and Casey Show.